Welcome, chefs, to this week's episode. Today, we're going to be talking about vendor nightmares, and we're going to be talking about a whole lot of things. Jake and I are even going to discuss the difference between stomach issues and immune system issues. <laughs> we'll start that The over. small difference. There's no difference. <laughs> okay, I'll start Mainly vendor nightmares. <laughs> no, go on. Go on. Okay. Um, yeah. We are going to discuss a whole lot of things, and mm -hmm. there are actually some pretty crazy ones. Pretty and crazy we, stories. We are going to talk about two of our worst vendor nightmares as well. Mm -hmm. But... This episode is brought to you by Wedding Post House. Now, we have our friend Brady at Wedding Post House that we send a whole lot of weddings to. Mm -hmm. Basically, a huge problem that people have is that they want to outsource their wedding films, but they don't want to give up the creativity. So what Wedding Post House does is they take care of the culling, all the sifting, all of the kind of boring work so that you can get back to the creative stuff and piece together the film that you want. So our friends at Wedding Post House have a great deal that you can click the link in our bio and you can get some percentage off. You can get 15% off your, was it 15%? We'll include that below. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I can't think off the top of my head. You can visit the link in our bio to get your discount at Wedding Post House so that they can cull all your footage while still giving you the creative release of your films. But with that, let's get to this episode and let's cook. Good morning, Andy. Good morning, Jacob. <laughs> How you doing? Doing all right. Doing good. How'd you sleep? Uh, man, I feel like you always catch my, my worst here. I, I didn't mm. sleep great last night. Me neither. Lots of awake time, you know? Like, I was just awake. I went to bed at two. I saw that. Yeah. You texted me. The I was late watching uh, Star Trek 3. <laughs> I've never seen that, actually. Great trilogy. Yeah. Excellent trilogy. The first one actually has like a 97% Rotten Tomatoes. Really, really well done. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I watched J.J. Abrams directed Chris Hemsworth's first Abrams? movie. He mm -hmm. stars in it for like three minutes. Yeah. Chris Pine just being perfectly Chris Love Pine. Chris Pine. Yeah, he's so Pine. good. Yeah. I also forgot that Zoe Zaldana, or Saldana, how do you say her name? Saldivar? What? No, Zoe, the girl from Avatar. Oh, yeah. I know you don't She's know in some name. big franchises. Very big. Yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Star Trek, all three movies, Guardians of the Galaxy and the Avengers, and Avatar. She's a big character. Yeah. Very Only those billion dollar movies. Yeah. Crazy. So, yeah. I watched uh I watched Creed three last night. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Little underwhelmed by the training scene. Mm-hmm. But it's all you want white. It to be Creed two. Yeah. Creed one, I feel like had the best training I scene. I agree. The desert was cool in, in Creed two. Yeah. But it was really short. Like, yeah. My huge, my huge praise to Creed Three is one Michael B. Jordan's directorial debut, right? Taking on not just a movie, but he's taking on the third movie of a successful franchise that's following one of the most iconic franchises in history. Yeah, and he did it without needing Sylvester Stallone in the movie, which was crazy. Yeah, yeah. but I agree, a little underwhelming. I feel like it, it felt like they focused so much on the first hour, mm -hmm. the rest got rushed. Yeah, yeah. Jonathan Majors, though. Monster. Man. Scary guy. I just After I watched that, I just want to go work out my shoulders. Yeah, His same. shoulders are just yeah. cannonballs. I know. I just watched, uh, I'm watching Loki season two, oh, yeah. and he's in it. Really interesting character. Love Jonathan Majors. Yeah, he's a good guy. Love how he just starred in like three huge movies, just back to back to back. And they tried to cancel him or whatever happened. Yeah. Some uh, like really? allegations that turned out to be false. Something. Disney almost dropped him from really? King Roll, yeah. I, know I think he's good, though. I think. <laughs> hope he's not an abusive figure. <laughs> I hope not. I really like John. You never know. <laughs> I really like that guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, last also, speaking fun. of the kitchen, uh, last night, yeah. Tanner, my brother-in-law, mm -hmm. um, he served a church mission in Oaxaca, Mexico. He found this place, Oaxacan Cuisine, in Salt Lake City. to our podcast huh? <laughs> in Mexico. <laughs> it's a hole-in-the-wall, crappy place in Oaxaca? Salt Lake City. That's where yeah. he was at? Yeah, but it's uh, some type of Oaxacan cuisine in Salt Lake City. The most authentic Oaxacan food, he found it. And so we, we all went there last night. Mm. I got like authentic mole negro. Holy Showing cow. a picture. Wow, that's that's like, dark. It was literal mole negro, like that chocolate. Dark. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't have any seasoning really. It was just sweet. Chicken had bones in. Like, yeah. It was crazy. How was it? It was good. Spicy? No. Really? Not at all. And he's like, well, yeah, mole negro isn't supposed to be. We've Americans have made it more of like a spicy, mm -hmm. savory dish. Um, it should lean more towards a sweet dish, but you really like mole. 
I do. You're a big mole guy. I like the soligate mole better. Really? Hot take. Yeah. My uh, my cousin married, again, he went on a church mission down to Mexico, uh, came back, and he ended up marrying someone from Mexico City. Wow. And so, and their whole family's up here Eats now. Eats well, I'm sure. Oh, dude, the, the Mexican food they cook, it's the best Mexican food I've ever had in my life. But she made mole. Tasted great, but it put me in the hospital because <laughs> peanuts, <Yeah>. you know. <laughs> it was good, though, while it lasted. Yeah. This mole put me almost in, in the, the bathroom for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. <that>. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it sounds like it was good. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool. It was just cool being. I love being in a place with somebody who, like, understands that culture. Yeah. Because he was just, like, like a kid in a candy shop and just, like, loving it. So it was really cool. Yeah. I think that was a cooler part for me, just being there with him as he's talking to the waiters about the cities because they are all from there. Yeah. So he's, like, talking about the cities. And like, no way. It was so cool. <sighs> What's it, what do you remember the name of it? Uh, Oaxaca. It's like literally a Oaxaca comida, Oaxaca cuisine or something. Yeah, well, it was good. That sounds good. I'd go back. Yeah. yeah, I had a I had a little pizza night last night. I saw that. Slinged up some doughs. Sick invite. Yeah. Sorry about that. It's okay. Next time. It's okay. But um, also, do want to do a crepe night? Yeah. I'm cooking like a mad dog this yeah, week. You've been, you've been making some crepes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They looked solid. Yeah. They were good. Plate. They were good. Are um, you a sweet or savory? That was a, that was a savory crepe. I like a savory. That was crepe. chicken and mushroom, chicken cream of chicken mushroom. That cream. sounds great. Yeah, that sounds good. And a crepe. Okay. Really interesting. First time making crepes, and it was savory. But yeah, I would love to do a sweet crepe night. Man. Some Nutella and strawberries. Yeah, crepes are versatile little yeah. things. Yeah, Man. I want one of those like crepe sticks. Oh yeah, I can do it without them. Easier than I thought, to be honest. But yeah. I'd be down for a crepe night. Yeah, let's do it. We do it tonight. Night. I guess we can sushi with Courtney J. Po- yeah, Courtney J. Photo. <laughs> getting sushi. Um, yeah, I guess we are. We're getting sushi with Courtney. Cool. Yeah, well. Uh, Nate makes really great pizzas. So good. for all of our viewers, we, me and my wife went to Italy for two weeks, and I had some of the best pizza I've ever had in the world mm-hmm. in Italy, um, mainly from the Amalfi Coast and Naples. But my wife still talks about Nate's pizzas as her favorite pizza ever. It's the hot honey thing you yeah, did with the, the margarita. Yeah. yeah. Made with love, you know? Yeah, lots of love. Yeah. It's crazy that I gave her that pizza while it was cold, too. Yeah, that was that her was favorite like a couple one. hours out of a pizza. That was her favorite that pizza, pizza ever. <laughs> oh. Yeah, we got we to gotta do another one. Uh-huh. Another brisket night. Yeah, I'm actually doing uh, pulled brisket sliders on Sunday. Really? I was do it yesterday, but it was like a six-hour cook, and I got lazy, mm-hmm. so I just said F it. Sick invite. If you want to come over on Sunday. <laughs> no, it's all right. I realize it's going to feed a ton Sundays. of people. I know. <laughs> I realize it's going to feed way too many people, so I think I'm going to try to feed my in-laws or somebody. But, yeah, well. Just little brisket sliders. We'll see. Yeah, send pics. Yeah. In the cooking mood. Oh, also, Hit me. we made a little uh, icon for the podcast. Oh, yeah. And I have a great name for him. Hit me. I want to call him Chester. 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 And you have to say it like that. Chester. Chester. <laughs> I like it because it's a, it's a C name. Yeah. Chester the ch- C-H. C. But the problem I have is Chester the Chef. I want to say Chester the Chef. Chef Chester. It's a dumb the, the hard The hard CH followed by the, the different sounding CH. Chester the Chef. I want to say Chester the Chef. Chef Chester. Chef Chester. That's a little too tongue tied. <laughs> this wasn't a discussion. Chef Chester. Chester. Chef Chester. I do like just the C name, though. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. We can call him The perfect name really is Carmi. I know. They really know. I was thinking of just Jeff, too. Jeff the Chef? Yes, Jeff. Yeah, we're really just stealing from the bear at yeah. this point. <laughs> we are unoriginal. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I like Chester. Still on it. Still yeah. on it. No, I'm still on it. Yeah. Let it marinate. Anyway, we have a fun podcast planned for you guys today. Today should be a good one. We do have to get um, going because we are heading over to a style and shoot today. Woo-hoo. One of our favorite planners, yep. Britt Warnick. I met Britt last October doing another style shoot for Emma's workshop. Um, became good friends, did a wedding with her. Um, and yeah, going to do some more behind the scenes for today. Mm-hmm. Get some cool content. It should be fun. Courtney's coming down. Can't wait to see her. Hence the sushi tonight. Hence the sushi. It's also 57 degrees in here. Did oh, you, you cold? The thermostat? Oh, yeah. It's pretty chilly. You wore a jacket. <laughs> See, I didn't well, wear a jacket. it was 30 degrees when we left. I'm, not, I'm surprised you didn't bring a jacket when you... Well, when you plan on being indoors uh-huh. in the office, you work at every single day. Mm. You don't expect to walk into a 57-degree building. Well, 
Usually it's pretty cold in this room. <laughs> but it shouldn't be. We're inside. You're right. You're right. <laughs> so if you hear my teeth chattering. <laughs> Sorry. A little ASMR. <laughs> Nate's teeth. Let me talk about this. <laughs> Vendor nightmare. Yeah, so yeah. we're going to be reading Vendor Nightmares today. Mm-hmm. So I'd, I'd say respectively, you and I have a great experience with vendors. Yeah. I feel like most people uh, complain about uh, photographers more than any other vendor, but I feel like you and I, if there's one vendor we always leave good friends with, it's the photographer. Always. I mean, I always love them, but we always leave a good... At least good terms. Yeah. Always respect them, love what they do, always find virtue in them. Um, and I do feel like you and I have just been blessed. I feel like the Utah culture of vendors is just a little bit more, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Compatible or collaborative, collaborative. I would say, mm-hmm. um, of a culture. Yeah. So maybe we just got lucky in that regard, but we also travel a lot. So mm-hmm. maybe we're just sweet talkers and good guys who <laughs> make friends easy. <laughs> That's I like not to, true. I, I would like to think we're personable. <laughs> That's not true. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it's, it's, I feel like we have a really good track record with photographers. Yeah. And planners. Yeah. And we've gotten to the point where when we work with people now, like sometimes there'll be a photographer we're working with that gets along, we get along well with, but they're like bad talking the planner. And we're like in the middle of both camps. Mm-hmm. Like we have a great relationship with the planner, but also with you, the photographer, and we're yeah. just kind of in the middle. So we like to keep good. And then we relations. tell the planner, the photographer's crap talking them, and, and then, then they, they never work there. And they book us. <laughs> just kidding. We Stay know, toxic. Do <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I, I, I do agree with that. A lot of people just, kind of bad talk the photographer so i'm expecting to see some mm-hmm. uh photographers getting in the way of my shot yeah. or this and this and that's what we learned from the last week's podcast was uh vendor worst vendor meals mm-hmm. i think we read a lot of stories and didn't have the full context and we actually we posted it and we actually got a lot of dms from the people who submitted those stories explaining themselves better and i feel like you and i were a little bit Maybe too judgmental of those stories. Sorry about that. But in our defense, there wasn't as much context given as the DMs that came in. Like, oh, actually, here's what happened. And like, okay, that makes a lot more sense. So today, I want to preface with this, um, d- 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 what's the word? Disclaimer mm-hmm. that... Um, We're just judging from our point of view. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I think these are all the 1%, I would say. Mm-hmm. Right? These mm-hmm. are like... Because I feel like you and I... We have 1% nightmare stories about vendors, mm-hmm. right? And that's the fun part of this podcast. We're sharing that 1%, Just that, those horrors. The 1% kitchen. Yeah. Yeah, the the uh, last episode. A little dash of spice. Oh. <laughs> yeah, last episode when we uh, we talked about the buttered noodles. Last night, yeah. the person who submitted that story reached out and gave us the full context. Oh, it was crazy. And I can full on say I'm on board I with that videographer. Yeah. Straight out of pocket, the buttered noodles. Wild. It was the serving was this big. Yeah, she sent a picture at twelve thirty in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it wasn't a she. It was <laughs> they. <laughs> someone else. I guess we've eliminated fifty percent of the. Yeah, but it, it was a she who said they sent us pictures this big yeah. of a serving, and it was at twelve thirty at night after they had been filming. It looked like a morning, garnish. I guess past to like night. something else. Yeah, terrible. Yeah. So yeah, this is just from our point of view. We don't. We don't have the full story, so if we butcher your story or if we uh, attack you, please defend yourself. Please, please talk to us. Defend yourself. We love you all. <laughs> all right. Do you want to, you want to kick I'll us kick off, us Nathan? Off. Yep. All right. This one is from a videographer. All right. This one's a little longer, so bear with me. Okay. I love says, story time. <clears throat> story time. So I last minute was asked to associate shoot a wedding in California for a fellow videographer. They paid me really well since it was so close to the wedding, and it turned out to be one of the best weddings I've been able to film. Wow. Very big and high-end wedding in San Francisco. Everything went well. Loved working with the planner, and the planner even wanted to use me for the next year for some of the weddings. I delivered the footage the day I got back. I told them how excited I was for the final edit, and fast forward a year and a half, I get an email from the couple with the planner also forwarded that they have yet to receive their video or any videos from the day. Interesting. Thankfully, I never deleted the footage from my drive, and I was able to upload all the raw video for them, which they paid for, and they asked if I had heard anything from the main videographer they had hired. I hadn't, and I tried reaching out to them several times. Do you think this is the brand that we're thinking of right now? I guess we'll see. 
All messages and phone calls were ignored and never responded to. A month or so later, they reach out again asking for a highlight film. Neither the planner or them can get a hold of the original videographer, so I sent them the pricing and then proceeded to create a little two-minute trailer for them. They were extremely grateful, and the planner told me there wasn't much else we could do and just to leave it be. I tried reaching out to the videographer again wow. multiple times and never got a response. I apologized to the couple once more and told them the only thing that they could keep doing was reaching out. To this day, the videographer never delivered a highlight film to the couple. The planner I thought I had begun to make a good connection with doesn't really reply to me anymore, even when I comment on old posts, even when I comment on posts and such. And the videographer even posted on his feed, commented on my post, but never responded to my messages. I've never known what was going on on his end and why he never edited the, edited the film. Countless times I've offered to help even. It was a very sad story. That's wild. So this is a worst vendor, vendor story about a videographer. Yeah. From another videographer. Inner warfare, yeah. Wow. I feel like someone... That's tragic. Someone posted this, I want to say, in our community, like, way, like last year. I feel like I've year. heard a few of these stories, though. Yeah. But yeah. That's not, that's not familiar. And so I think, yeah. So they got paid really well to associate shoot a wedding, or to second shoot a wedding. Associate. Yeah, they were associate Associate shoot a wedding for a fellow videographer. They yeah. paid really well. Deliver the footage a year and a half later, and they never got the video back. Wow. So, yeah, wow, this is wild. Uh -huh. So imagine you're the couple a year and a half later, you never received your edit, and then yeah. the guy who shot it for you says, I get why the planner um, isn't responding to even the associates. I think you just associate, you, you group that whole team together as one, even if you're not associated with that brand, you just shot for them. Mm -hmm. I get why the planner didn't want to respond or yeah. build a relationship with someone who ghosted their clients, even though it wasn't his fault. It's so sad. I want to say this was Tolman Media, which Could we, have been. we can mention because they're not in business anymore, right? I, I want to say someone said Yes, but Tolman they said they got paid very well. That's true. I don't, I want to say people And I feel like if it was, uh, if it wasn't, if it was more of a, company and not just like a, mm. for a fellow videographer that's a good point you know yeah because i have a story about tolman from that but that they didn't get paid very well mm -hmm. tragic though it's just weird like the, the communication you know like if, if i feel bad when the video doesn't get sent within three months we're delivering i think four edits this week that are from june or july yeah and i feel so bad that mm -hmm. like they just took that long just because we've been just getting our process in, you know, this summer, hiring editors and trying out different things and workshops. And so, like, I just feel bad. A year and a half. But a year and a half, I can't even imagine. You don't even remember your wedding. But not even that. It's, it's a year and a half with no closure. No contact. Yeah, it's nothing like, oh, sorry, I have this and this going on, which it's hard to have an excuse for a year and a half why you can't edit a yeah. film. But a year and a half of just ghosting. That's crazy. I wonder if there's, like, some... I, I imagine the clients weren't protected in the contract or anything. I wonder what his contract said. No, yeah. I, there's no forgiveness for that videographer who didn't edit. Um, yeah, because it's, it's not on the associate at all. It's, no. He just got paid to shoot it. They did their job. But, man, that's just tragic to me. I hope that videographer's out of business, to be honest. I hope he's not in this industry anymore. Yeah. Do you think it's possible it was just, like, a huge miscommunication? Probably not, because he I just ghosted. So. A year and a half is crazy. Ghosted every message. The fact that the associate ended up editing a two-minute oh. trailer, I think, just shows how bad yeah. he felt that nothing had happened. Good on the associate shooter. Oh, yeah, dude. Extra mile. Seriously. Good for you. Didn't need to do that. Yeah, my hot take is uh, vendor nightmare-wise. I've heard way more horrible stories about videographers than they have any other vendor combined. I think videographers Truthfully. have the dirtiest. Truthfully. We are the yeah. pettiest vendor out there. You ask any venue why you can't fly drones? Yeah. It's because of a video. We just, oh, somebody ever crashed into a guest head. I'm like, oh, ruined it for all of us. Or like those uh, Catholic churches who don't, don't even let you pass the third row sometimes. Yeah. yeah. It's because somebody ever put three tripods on the front row. I'm like, no, 100% without a doubt, videographers are the worst vendors to do. Or with. some of these venues we walk into mm -hmm. saying we're professionals, they don't even let us touch their audio system because somebody ever messed it up. Mm hmm. I'm like, oh, I see the ox. They're like, no, we can't let you touch it because of this videographer who ruined it for us and to mm -hmm. pay to fix it. I'm like, how do you possibly ruin a sound system? We're just we we got our we got our dirty little paws and everything. We you know? do the ox. We have a drone in the air. We, we have think we're like these movie cameras. directors or something. Oh, photographer so just shows up and takes pictures. Yeah. We are involved. So, I agree. 
vendor nightmares. If we were two photographers, I bet this list would be loaded <laughs> with all sorts of videographer. We should have Courtney on here one day and just have her vent about all the videographers. We should just with. wait to record this podcast until <laughs> Courtney comes in tonight. We're gonna get a quick intermission. <laughs> we'll be right back. That's crazy. All right, next one is from a photographer. Oh, wow, well, look at that. It's, it's from <laughs> it's Courtney. About, it's about us. It's all about videographers. <laughs> this one's from a photographer. During dinner, I went up to the bar to get a drink. The bartender was preoccupied, so I waited, and while I was waiting, a guest came up next to me. Immediately, bartender turns to the guest and asks him what he wants. The guest points to me and mentions that I got in there first, to which the bartender replies with a very dismissive look and tone, oh, it's fine, she's working. So I then had to awkwardly stand there while the bartender served the guests, all the while completely ignoring me and avoiding eye contact. That's rough. A uh, couple things. Um, Why are you getting a drink when you're working? <laughs> <laughs> I do that all the time, though. I do, too. Same. Um, my etiquette seems to be if there is a guest in the same time, I'll usually like, let the guest go first. But also, like I usually don't have my camera with me. It's a very intentional, I'm going to take a five-minute break. You look like a guest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, either way, I don't think it's the bartender's call to make that. Yeah. I don't think that. Again. Because what if the planner had told the photographer, take a five-minute break? Yeah. You know? You know what I mean? Like, and yeah. that's happened to me before. Yeah. Um, I was sh- shooting with the Rev, and they're like, hey, go get a Coke. Like, just take a break. Like, you're good. And the bartender gave me a Coke. You know what I mean? It's so, like, what if, like... I'm like on like a three-minute break and like, oh, sorry, guest first. There's like a whole line of guests. Yeah, I feel like this kind of goes back to the uh, kind of just the awkward wedding stories we had a couple episodes ago. A lot yeah. of them aren't like vendor issues. They're just human issues. Just like douchebags. Yeah, why? Can I say that on the podcast? Yeah, why not? <laughs> um, it's just like you don't treat someone like yeah. that. Like, yeah, who? how do you know they're not just dismissed for 10 minutes to get a drink? Like, who cares? What it's if so easy to on? make a drink. Yeah, it's just so easy just to be like, be nice. And that's, my, that's what my dad always says. It's so easy to be kind. Like, it doesn't take a lot of effort to just quickly make them a drink and then move on. You know what I mean? Get them off your plate. Do get you the f- vendor off your plate. Do you think, though, do you think... That maybe it was just a misunderstanding. Maybe the photographer was like, maybe he just said it in a joking way, like, ah, she's fine, she's girl. working. Oh, oh, and eh, she's fine, she's working. He, she did say dismissive tone. Is that a dismissive tone? Eh, she's fine, she's working. Is that dismissive or is it like a? Oh, I see. You know what I'm saying? Kind of that like middle aged yeah. humor. Bartenders the are working for tips, are. so they're they're talking to the guests. They're just trying to be funny. Yeah, she's she's fine, she's working. That's true. Also, I do feel like mutual respect between vendors. I feel like if they are working, all the more reason to make them a drink. Right. Because they understand that they need one. I feel like by the end of the night, the bartenders are our homies. Yeah. Even if even if they're just making also a sparkling been, I've water. also been there a lot. <laughs> it's kind of like a Jim and Pam relationship. I go up there all the time and just <laughs> grab some things, grab some limes, yeah, get some no, cherries. They're, they're, we're, we're good buddies with the bartenders by the, yeah. uh, the time the night ends. And all they've really made us is just uh, sparkling water with some lime and a cherry. Yeah. That's our go-to is sparkling water, lime, and cherries. Yeah. yeah. Last wedding we shot, the bartender just struck up a conversation with us saying, like, yeah, my dad back in the day filmed weddings. And we're like, what? Yeah. All on film. And he's like, I respect you guys. Yeah, he was cool. And here we are Colorado. with our whole rigs yeah. just that was cool. <laughs> sipping, sipping water. Yeah, all on Super 8. It was really yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I think I think with the context we have, either way, it w- wouldn't be hard for that vendor to be a little bit more respectful and chivalrous. Yeah. Not hard. Fair enough. Yeah, not hard at all. And not to play the gender card, but no. sometimes those middle-aged bartender guys are just a little bit dismissive. They're a little rough. Of the young girl photographers who are just kind of like, yeah, like, you're fine. Like, They're a little rough around enough. the edges. Yeah. yeah. Not all the time. What would you say? But I kind of get the type here. You do like your Coca-Colas. It's been a while. What would you say is your favorite... Uh, wedding you've been at i want because i want to say cabo because you went back to the bar quite a bit for some cokes do you remember cabo they I knew do. you by name <laughs> hey the guy's coming get him a coca-cola <laughs> yeah they had it ready for me by the time i walked up <laughs> they saw you walking over okay, said, you're in cabo it's a mexican coke it, it is hits coke. different and it was in chilled glasses makes the difference yeah cabo's cokes would you say nice. that was your favorite coke bartending at a wedding just because they knew my name and yeah. they were giving me a cans of coke mm-hmm. <laughs> No. <laughs> it was the best refreshing, but like I think it was honestly Kim and Kevin last month. Oh yeah. But I'd also say that was top. Like they just making Shirley Temples or whatever that was. Yeah. But I also just love the Colorado guy, the guy whose dad was a filmmaker. Yeah. He was just such a homie. That guy was great. Yeah, he was cool. Yeah. 
I'd say the Colorado one or the Park City coming yeah, in. They were cool. All right. Next one is a videographer. Okay. When I first when I shot my first wedding at 17 years old, I asked the DJ if I could plug into his system. I had like five different cords and all the things I saw on his phone. He was texting someone and he set his phone face up on the table. Oh, no. Rookie mistake. First off, found the DJ spot. So much so I could read what he was saying. He, he said, and I quote, because of course I remember, who does this photographer B think she is? I still to this day have no idea what I did. That's wild. Wow. Talk about unprofessional. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like she was very professional. She had five cables. Like, she was ready to adapt. Also, is this his first wedding? Her first wedding. But the DJs. Oh. To not know that a videographer plugs into your system? I don't know. It had to have been. I'm guessing it was a lower budget wedding. Also, to quote the scriptures. Please the do. wicked take the truth to be hard. They do. And so in my, Please. what I like to imagine is Please that the videographer that. in their first wedding still knew more about plugging into a DJ system than the DJ did. And so maybe the DJ said, oh, you can't do that. And then the videographer said, no, actually I can. Here's the cable and there's the outlet. And then he got all, you know, butthurt and, you know, she knows more than me, all prideful. And so then he's just like, who does she think she is? But he knew that it was true because the wicked did the truth to be hard. Very that's good, my that's very, my that's my scenario. Yeah, very, very <laughs> Is that like interesting she, take he, on he's the like, scriptures? He's like, no, he has, <laughs> she has no idea. But then he she, he knew she was right because she schooled him on it, and he felt like a, he felt like an idiot. He felt like a little small man. Thank you for bringing the scriptures into this. A little spiritual in the kitchen. <laughs> the spiritual kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy though, because yeah. she's she's trying to plug into the DJ board, so I'm assuming something's about to start happening. Very common thing. Very common thing. She has five cords, cables, aux, RCA probably, probably RCA, yeah. XLR, whatever. Um, so one, he doesn't have a right to get mad. Two, just the fact that she's plugging in right now probably means something is about to be happening. Yeah. Which means three, he shouldn't be texting someone. Who's he texting? Because he's mid conversation. He's already talking about wild. Her. And then he was just like, yeah, who's... That is true. Was he talking to another... Was there more of that conversation that we don't know? I don't know. But just the fact that he said that means he was in mid-conversation already had... He'd already been talking about her throughout the day. Yeah, I just... Yeah. I, uh... Recently, we just... Were, our, last, our last wedding, we worked with DJ Cooper. Love Cooper. Um, he's the president of the WIPA chapter in Utah. Incredible guy. He is so... Uh, collaborative mm -hmm. with videographers that he decided to just build into his booth a uh, a cable so it's always plugged in to his aux port that just wired through and it's just a cable you just plug your stuff into right away. You don't have to like go into his board. Don't need to even bring your cables. He has his he has the cables you need built into his board so you can just walk up, plug in, and you're good. And they're good cables. Mm -hmm. And I remember I was like, that was the first time I've ever seen that. I was like, he just knew that, okay, I'm not going to deal with videographers trying to get into my board, the back of my system. I'm just going to build it all in for them to make their lives easier. That to me is going the extra mile as a vendor. Um, and again, going back to the bartender, it's not hard to just be collaborative and be, be, be nice. To be just a good person. Yeah. Yeah, I think you brought up a good point. This had to have been probably the DJ's first, if had not to second, be. first five had to weddings. Be. Unless every videographer you worked with before that only used like the Sony TX660s, but I doubt it. Or lav mics. I don't know. I just doubt it. If you're in that, if you're in that situation, you see his phone say that, do you call him out and be oh, like, yeah. yo, I do. what's up? Oh yeah. I think I would. Yeah. He can't just be calling me he can't just be calling me names like that when I I'm would literally to do my look job. down at it and I'd point and look back at him and say, This biatch knows how to plug into your system or something. And then just walk away. This biatch knows more than you do, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> and then you would walk away. Yeah, I would. Leaving your audio at his that, mercy. Yeah. You walk away and he just goes. Yeah. I think I would plug into every single thing he had. His speakers, his board. I'd put a Sony on his mic. Like I, I would just go, I would go over the top and fight back. I agree. Stay toxic. I, I totally would too. I totally would. I think I would say something at the end of the day though. Oh yeah? Yeah, because I don't want him sabotaging my, uh, oh, that's my true. audio. 
But I would put a mic on everything. Yeah. <laughs> I would put I would just, put I would just drape a lot of mics down his speakers. <laughs> just his back. I would have him wearing a mic just because yeah. hey, I would man. also give him a bad Google review at the end of the night. Oh yeah. I literally would. Oh yeah. I've been doing that recently. Feels good. You've been on the Google review yeah. grind. <laughs> if I get upset, I'm like, you know what? There's no point arguing with you, so I'm just gonna take it to the public. <laughs> Where was it? I think we went to like Florida and we went to like a sushi place or something, and you left a terrible review. Oh yeah. Was it sushi? It was something. No, it wasn't sushi. We had a great sushi experience in Florida. What was that? But you've I been did. on, yeah, I, yeah. I remember I've been a lot of one star reviews recently. Wow, we were on in the on, uh, on movies, on TV shows, on actresses. I appreciate the movie ones because I I learn a lot from Dude. about the movies from your reviews. Yeah, but yeah, I just I I don't care. I've been leaving one star reviews. Yeah, when I get upset at people. Uh, was it an actress? I think it was. I can't remember. It was. We were in the car. I was driving, and I want to say Samuel Hansen was there too. And I remember just driving, and you're just reading us the review, and I'm just like, "Wow, this is what was that? This is a I very, do remember that very well written review. One, but two, this is very negative. <laughs> it was very negative. You were very strong in your feelings about it. Do you do you remember what I'm talking? <gasps> it was. It, I was a Tanner Castro. It was the gym. That's right. <laughs> Emma's workshop. That's right. We were in Malibu, <laughs> yeah. and we went to a was it a 24 hour fitness? Yeah, and, and it, it weren't open 24. And then we knocked on the door, and the guy was like all upset at us. It was like 10 a.m. Yeah, he's like it opens at 11. We're like, we're like, there are people in there. It's 24 hour fitness. <laughs> that, yeah, and he was such an a hole to us. You left a scathing review. Yeah. That's right. It was Tanner in the seat, not Samuel. I appreciate that review too. Bro, so if you're mind. Say, if you're gonna say 24 hour fitness, you better be open Facts. 24 hours. Facts. It's <laughs> and it was just just injury added to that people were inside already working out with yeah. the and it's like oh the, okay whatever yeah that dude was not nice yeah I appreciate that one stay toxic review. out there guys yeah I definitely would have left a bad uh, review in for that the same DJ. vein leave a five star review for this podcast please <laughs> helps us out <laughs> please I think we have two at the moment <laughs> just keep bumping those we numbers have up a few we actually have a few. Yeah, yeah, appreciate you guys all right next one please from a videographer we had a crazy experience with a DJ another DJ story. Yeah. DJs do have a a reputation. Not our DJ Parker Andrees. Not our. We have great DJs in our in our corner. Yeah, we do. I think we have like five guys. I just like I would love everyone to have you there. Yeah. But I feel like in the rest of the world, I do hear a lot of DJ horror stories, and I think it's because their their job is to create a hype party. But when they're asked to also MC, yeah, and collaborate with a videographer, that's where they start to show the true colors yeah. anyway we had a crazy experience oh this guy they're naming this dj do we say their name <laughs> they are calling out their business name <laughs> we're just reading the story right yeah all right f it it's not our market and if if you are this dj Sorry. this is a good wake-up call for you yeah i hope improve i hope you yeah <laughs> we had a crazy experience the dj named dj tipsy and he lived up to his name he was two hours late to the ceremony because he was fighting with his wife. <laughs> That's really personal. The worst part was that we were live streaming as it was during COVID, so people were messaging us asking where the ceremony live stream was. He also ended up taking his shirt off, swinging it around by 8 p.m., extremely intoxicated. I have picture proof. Send the pictures, please. Yeah, send the pics. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. I don't DJ know what he has to do with the live stream. Uh, maybe just, you know, handling the audio. Maybe. Maybe. But it sounds like he got drunk right away and he was half naked by 8 p.m. Yeah, I don't think we have to worry about DJ Tipsy listening to this podcast. I don't think so. I <laughs> wonder first one-star on reviews the... from DJ Tipsy. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we're going to see it start averaging yeah. out down to four point something. Um, yeah, it looks it. like he just kind of showed up to drink and have a crazy time. Unless, well, yeah, maybe that fight was crazy with his wife. <laughs> just looking to get away. Two hours late, though. That's very, yeah. I love my wife, but if I have to go somewhere, I, I go you somewhere. Go. If you have a gig. We'll fight later. Bookmark. We don't fight, though. Yeah, same. Just bookmark this. Yeah. We'll come back to this, and then we'll just... Can you and I actually just talk about this? We've never, like, fought in our marriage. Yeah. Me? I think we're both just very passive-aggressive people. <laughs> I was about to say, Kayla and I, we, we don't really fight. Like, we've never been, like, the, you know, the traditional, like, yelling Yeah, matches, yeah, you never. Know? But, like, we, we've argued. We've butted heads. Yeah. It's always just kind of like these, these, like, petty arguments where it's yeah. just, like, yeah, just passive. And then we have to sit down and be like, okay, we got to... If I ever uh, fight back, Kenzie just like goes to punch me in the nuts, and that's really usually really how it ends. that's just the tactic. Like, <laughs> and you're like, okay, you so punch in the nuts, you win. <laughs> and we're just over. Great it. way to break yeah. up the fight. Great way to break up the fight. Yeah. yeah, no, to show up two hours late. That's 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 so unprofessional. That bothers me. Yeah, um, I'm not the king of punctuality, but I do appreciate punctuality. I'd say you're pretty good at punctuality. 
Me? Yeah, I'd say you're pretty good. Thank you. I'm not. No. I was for a second, but then I stopped. Because I challenged you to be. No, no. (laughs) I offered you money to be. (laughs) Yes, that's how it all started. Yeah, that was, yeah. Nate's punctual what I I pay him to be. (laughs) I do remember he used to pay me to get there on time. Yeah. It's back when I had the FTF money. I was like, what can I spend this on today? (laughs) Nate, be here on time. I'll give you 10 bucks if you get here on time. And 10 bucks to me was like a million. Sam's also the worst. I'd say Sam was worse than you at Punctual. Yeah. See, I I went. Unless you you take a jab at his pride, then he'll show up on time. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Or early. If you take a a jab at Sam's pride in anything, he will. He'll He'll prove you wrong that day. Yeah. 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 (laughs) But no, I was was good for, I'd say, like six months because I read that essentialism book and he talked about the buffer. So, like, if it takes you a half hour to get there, take one and a half times and leave 45 minutes early. Don't leave Mm -hmm. a half hour. So, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to put that in practice. And I did. And it worked great, almost too well, that sometimes I'd get there a little too early. I'm just like, I don't want to be here. Yeah. So then I slowly started reverting back to old habits. Could have brought a book, read a book during that downtime. Yeah, yeah. But, you know. Been with your thoughts. (laughs) I don't want to do that. (laughs) Yeah. So I I went and saw a movie with Sam, though, a few weeks ago or a month ago. And I told him the movie started 45 minutes before it actually started. 45 minutes before it actually started. And he got there on the He showed up 15 minutes early. So I was proud of him. Wow. But still, you also don't want to be that person that shows up incredibly early every time, right? The person who shows up 20 minutes early and just sits there and you're just like, yeah, they're already at my house. Yeah. Yep. I hate those people. (laughs) I hate those people. (laughs) It looks like you have more to say, Jake. I do. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Okay. I'm up. A couple days after filming a wedding, I started to have some stomach issues. Not off to a good start. <laughs> this sounds like the vendor meal one. Mm-hmm. Had lots going on in my life, so I just, I just kept telling myself it was probably stress. Well, the stomach issue did not relent for two and a half weeks. I was scared to leave my house because I wasn't sure when a wave of the uncontrollable cramping and poops were going to Gosh. strike. Thank you for being was so this open. Samuel Hansen who submitted this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a Samuel Hansen story. Uh, okay, <laughs> you could not trust a fart. <laughs> the vernacular is not <laughs> strong enough this to be is, a Samuel. This is great. Yeah, no, Samuel would be. Okay, um, uncontrollable cramps and poops would strike. You could not trust a fart. Three weeks go by, and I get a call from the bride from three weeks earlier saying, hey, did you get sick after the wedding by chance? Not a fun text to receive. I hesitantly responded, what kind of sick? No one wants to share with a past client about their bowel issues. She answered, Diarrhea. She didn't cut. She cut to the quick. <laughs> Just the the one the one word text response. You gotta love those. <laughs> I laughed so hard. She forwards me a survey to fill out a foodborne illness form and submit it to the district health department. Turns out every single one in attendance was hit hard. It was so bad that one of the other vendors vendors said they felt so awful that they went into the doctor where they ran tests and results came back, causing the doc to ask if they had gone out of the country. I've never even thought sickness, the sickness was caused by the food because it was so good and symptoms didn't present themselves until 48 hours later. As strange as this sounds, I would eat this catered food again because it was so delicious, but hold the food poisoning, please. I think it might be a Samuel story because Sam will get deathly sick and then just keep eating it. Mm -hmm. But maybe it's not. Like that's one, wild. That one time we went to the bar and they gave him a real bun instead yeah. of a gluten free bun, and he was totally fine until totally they told fine him until it wasn't. Said, oh, by the way, it's not gluten free. And then he's, he's like, like oh, "I'm gonna lose my mind. I need to go to the bathroom." Yeah. <laughs> oh, please. Yeah, yeah, please. A lot of asterisks on his yeah. uh, celiac disease. But in two and a half weeks, so that sounds pretty serious. Every guest got sick. Every guest. Yeah, that is a nightmare. No. Could have been just under undercooked chicken, or could have been so many things. Man, every time we talk about undercooked chicken, I just. Ugh. Let's get the Eevees. Yeah. But Kayla loves that. No. No, it's got to be way over. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. Um, have you ever gotten food poisoning from a meal at a, a wedding? How do you know if it's food poisoning or not? Just like tumbly grumblies. Have you ever never been? Have you never had food poisoning? I don't know. Maybe. And like a biatch about it. I'll <laughs> usually walk it off. <laughs> just quick ten Drink some walk. water and call it good. <laughs> Drink my Pedialyte. Yeah. No, food poisoning. Is it a few weeks of sickness? Whenever I've got food poisoning, it was just like an overnight thing. I've never had... Oh, maybe then. Like I feel like I've thrown up food or... You've never just been like floored, like you start getting like a, a fever or your stomach, like no. you're just diarrhea, like... Maybe. And then the next day it seems to be gone. 
two and a half weeks. Sometimes just get sick and throw it up though. Two and a half weeks is a yeah, that's what crazy I'm saying. amount of time yeah. for food for food illness, food born illness, food poisoning. Yeah, I don't know. Because it couldn't be allergies because everyone got sick. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, blame the caterers, but then she said she'll eat it again, or they will eat it again. It was so bad they asked if they were out of the country. Yeah, America the beautiful man. You know who's got an iron stomach? Ew. This guy. <laughs> you don't? I do. Okay. Says my shower curtain. Okay. Besides the Still allergy stuff. Besides it. the allergy stuff. Right. That's an immune system thing. But the stomach lining, bulletproof. I think the fact that you have an allergy oh, completely no, no. removes the fact that you have an iron stomach. No, no, no. Because no, no, your about, stomach can't take everything. No, that's, my that's can. the immune the stomach, I can eat anything. The stomach, the stomach takes it. Like, it, it does. It's just, it's the, the immune response. I think the one and the same. The, no, no, no. They're different. Give me anything. I can eat almost anything. anything. Eat, an, eat a cashew. Again. It's just a small It's not a stomach thing. It's not just a small little thing. Digest it. It's not a stomach thing. I can eat all the cashews in the world. Seafood? Give it to me. I don't mind. <laughs> it's not a stomach thing. It's an immune response. But Because your stomach can't handle it. No. That's what your immune no, no, system no. does. No, no, no. No, no. Now, give me some, like, dirt-covered chicken. I'll be fine. When so I, will I. When I, was in, when I was in Bolivia. Give me a cashew. When I was, <laughs> I was in Bolivia for two years, right? Everyone got just this death bug. Hospitalized. I never got sick, ever. They called me Iron Stomach. Give me a teaspoon of cashew milk. It's not the stomach. And you'll be in the ER. <laughs> I'll be sitting there watching a movie just fine. Because <laughs> your stomach uh, can't handle it. We'll revisit this because clearly we need to have a, a, a podcast about defining stomach versus immune system. Google this. All right, please do. Do you want me to read the next one? No, I'll read the next one. I mean, the next one's one sentence long. Stomach issues versus immune systems. I don't want to read this. All these, <laughs> all these doctor <laughs> articles. I think I'm right, though. All right. Put a pin in that. Yeah, put a pin in that. We'll come back to that one. <laughs> Everyone who's allergic to things, please tune in and help. <laughs> Everyone with a perfect immune system <laughs> whose stomach can yeah, truly see, hile see, anything. See, you said immune system. Yeah, because one and the same. No, they're not. They are. No. If you're, yeah. Your immune system, I don't want to sound ignorant here. No, my, my immune system is not perfect. If your stomach was an iron stomach, your immune system could handle anything. Okay, my immune system is compromised to nuts and fish. But ever since I got the Black Plague in my mm. sophomore year of college, do you remember that? Mm -hmm. It's been pretty strong since. In terms of sickness, the cashews will get me. It's the smallest thing I can think of. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this next story is from a bride. Mm. Um, also, you guys, if, if you're a bride, a groom, a vendor... You want to share some funny stories? We'll put the link below. You can submit anything you want anonymously. All right, it's from my bride. I got moldy tablecloths in nasty chairs that I had to scrub with my new nails the night before my wedding. So annoying. So this is this is an attack on the rental company. <laughs> Wait, why did she have to scrub them with her nails? Moldy chairs. Did they not? They didn't bother cleaning them. I guess not. That's wild. That's one thing you should, I don't think anyone thinks to have to worry about is when they hire rentals or pay for rentals, like chairs, tables, tablecloths, that like they'll come in moldy or something. That's mm -hmm. crazy. You just mm -hmm. kind of, they show up, you maybe steam the tablecloths and you put them on, they're ready to go. But to have moldy stuff, that's wild. The night before the wedding, can you call them and say, hey, moldy tablecloths, can you bring new ones tomorrow? I don't know. Why did she get the tablecloths? Probably just planned the whole thing herself. Uh yeah. So true. sad. That does suck. Yeah. Ew. Mold's dangerous as well. She could have got really sick that night. Yeah. Her immune system. Have you ever been. gotten sick from mold? I don't know. Maybe. I don't think so. Hmm. I think I've ran into it a ton. Maybe when I was living in Philly a few hmm. times. But I don't know. You? No. My immune system's pretty strong against mold. It's not very strong <laughs> at all. <laughs> Can't handle a cashew. strong. <laughs> Can't handle a cashew. <laughs> Ew. I'm trying to think about my vendor nightmares. So I have a few, actually. I want to mm -hmm. share one. Yeah, yeah. With a photographer. Please. As um, we just got done saying we love our photographers. Yeah, I do. And I think that's why this story stands out to me so much. And I, I either shared it on this podcast already, or I shared it on the bus at our workshop. Mm -hmm. um, but we were filming this wedding. Beautiful wedding. 
Um, and again, the reason I'm sharing the story is because we have such good photographers in yeah. our lives. I feel like this just stands out really intensely. But it was just not reading the room. Did I ever tell a story I on the podcast? Know. What story? When we're doing the first look with the bride and the father of the bride. And the photographer jumped right in. The second the dad turns around. Yeah, you did tell that story. On the podcast? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that, that's like my number one horror story. I think he did. Is that she turns around, or he turns around, they're, they're bawling, they're emotional, and within three seconds, the, photo- uh, the photographer jumps in and starts posing him. Does not read the room at all. Mm-hmm. That was a huge vendor nightmare for me, because I could tell everybody, and all the people watching, the mom, the sisters, they were all like looking at each other, and I could just, I could tell, and I felt so awkward being associated with the photographer in that moment. Yeah. And that's what kind of prompted me to start doing pep talks with the couple and the photographer before every first look. That moment. That was the moment. Yeah. Was I there at that wedding? I was, Yeah, right? because that day we were talking about you proposing to Kayla. Oh, wow. That was the day. This was you said you wanted ago. to marry her. Yeah. Well, that was the first time you told me you wanted to marry her. Hmm. Yeah, years ago then. Oh, yeah. wow. You still 2020 or 2021, yeah. Yeah, you just, yeah. I got a I got a vendor nightmare. You want to hear? You it? do. I, I do. do. <laughs> you want to hear? It? Was I there? No. This was like I want to say it was like my first year, maybe second year, and okay. I was filming for a buddy of mine. It was a DJ. Yeah. So again, traditions that need to die. The garter around the thigh. Unless you're Tyler Barnhart. That, that was, was amazing. Sick. That was so yeah. cool. Okay. He did a great job. That was the job best garter removal I've ever seen <laughs> in my was entire fantastic. life. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Unless you're Tyler Barnhart, <laughs> yeah. then yeah, the garter but yes, it, is, it does it need can to be die. easily a very cringy moment of the day. Yeah. So this is the most cringy that you'll probably ever hear. So they did the flower toss and then they were doing the garter. Ten year old caught it. Yes, actually. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Always. Um a little like ten year old. Congrats, you're getting married next. <laughs> All the 30-year-old single ladies? Yeah. (laughs) So a little 10-year-old girl caught the flower, and then they do the garter toss, or the garter bite it weird, pull it down the the leg thing. And he slings the garter, and a little 10-year-old catches it. So we have a 10-year-old girl who caught the flowers and, like, a 10-year-old boy who caught the flowers. Usually it's like, oh, that's cute, you know, great, fun, let's get on with the dancing sort of thing. But the DJ, this is gross. The DJ was like, hey. Okay. Just went full pedo. Yeah. Bride and groom come up, and whoever caught the flower in the garter come up. And Why did the DJ do that? I don't know. I don't know. But the DJ brought all four of them that's up. That's the original tradition, right? The flower girl and the garter guy are usually the ones to get married next. Yeah. And they get set up. Yeah. But this is where it got weird. It's already weird. They're 10-year-olds. The 10-year-old has the flowers. The 10-year-old has the garter. The DJ is emceeing, and he feels like it's going to be really funny to be like, okay, now we're going to recreate this garter thing with the 10-year-old. So the 10-year-old girl put on the garter, and the 10-year-old boy... Straight to jail. The 10-year-old boy is going to take it off your thigh. And we're all like, whoa, 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 whoa. This is not cool. They were cousins. Whoa, 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 whoa. hit and record. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> we, we said, hey, whoa, cut the cameras. This is not happening. They were they were cousins, so not only were they 10-year-olds. Alabama. And he was asking, no, Utah. <laughs> not only was he asking the 10-year-olds to do the garter with the thigh and everything, they were cousins. So everyone was just like, yo, no, 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 we're not doing this. So cut, didn't do cut, it. It, cut it out, we're not doing this. And they didn't do it, thank okay. goodness. But it was probably the most yeah awkward. straight to jail yeah no straight to jail if there was an under if there was a policeman in the, the investigate that guy send him straight to jail go right into him yeah yeah I'll, I'll give names yeah yeah references <laughs> to jail so yeah and it was just even though people cut it off and said no 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 like it was still so awkward because he was on the mic he wasn't just like doing it undercover he was just like all right everybody eyes on the floor this and this and this they're gonna sit on the the chair and put the guard we're just like it was a nightmare. That's horrible. Another DJ story. Another DJ story. Speaking of DJ, that's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Again, human issue. Mm-hmm. Not a vendor issue. Yeah. That's a human issue. There's other things going on. Twisted, twisted man. Even if they were both 30-year-olds, that would have been a little uncomfortable. Agreed. I would have been very uncomfortable. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> but they were 10 and cousins. Yeah. Didn't, yeah, didn't like it. Yeah. Wow. I thought about quitting. Yeah, that's that's one of those. There are all those weddings where you kind of leave, 
after those experiences, and you're like, I don't want to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. That was one of those. This isn't one. This isn't my passion. But then you get like a great wedding. You're like, okay, yeah. I like this. Because I was yeah. still pretty new, and so I'm like, is this gonna happen in every single that's wedding weird. in Utah? Regardless, hence why we started traveling. Immediately started traveling after that. Immediately. <laughs> Can we go like, to Arkansas? Get me away from this pedo. <laughs> <laughs> Can we go to Arkansas, please? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that was that's probably one of the worst vendors. I think DJs in general sometimes when you get those DJs. Um, who just like to talk and you can tell they like the sound of their voice yeah. more than they like to actually play music mm-hmm. and create a cool vibe and, and environment. That's hard for me. Speaking of DJs, one of my favorite new things that this year has been the musical chairs game when they have to go out in the audience and grab stuff. I love that game. Cooper just did that and then our Park City DJ just did that. Yeah. Um, or not the DJ, but the dad. Uh, the it was, just, the it was just so fun. That game is so fun. Gets Cooper hyped. killed that game. That was hilarious. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of these games. Usually, the shoe game I hate. I hate the shoe. I game. hate the shoe. Sorry, hate I hate the shoe Sorry. game. Lock me up. Mainly because there's it. no way to like really capture it for the video, and I usually never include it in the video. And it never gets the reaction that and, you want. And every now and then, the guests are really involved, but most of the time, it's just this awkward. Everyone's kind of like, "When does this end?" Ninety nine percent of the time, I'd say that after the th- third question, everyone's just like, "Ha ha." I do feel laughs. like it's the, usually the mom who wants the couple to play the shoe game more than the couple actually wants to play the shoe game. Really? Because she just loves those. I feel like it's more like the the Pinterest brides. They're like, oh, ooh, yeah. the shoe game. This, I want to do this. Probably saw some really trendy picture of them holding yeah. up a shoe. Because I have seen I have seen some like yeah. pretty hype shoe games on yeah. social media sure, go viral. Sure, yeah. A couple years ago. Yeah. Five, six years it's ago. Just, it's just one of those traditions. And we can talk about this a lot more in the Wedding X uh, segment next time. But there's a lot of traditions in the wedding world that I'm really sick of. And it's not just because I filmed them a thousand times, mm-hmm. because I just think they're stupid. Yeah. Shoe game, cake cutting, garter toss. Garter tosses. Unless you're Tyler Barnhart. Unless you're Tyler. Exclusively Tyler. Bouquets with anyone less, uh, younger than 18. Get them out of there. It's just awkward. You're not single. It's just, you're not available. It works with some bridal parties, I will say. But most of the time, it's like, all right, we're playing music. Come on up here. And then for five minutes, like, okay, is that all? Yeah. Where's the other 10 yeah. people that should be here? I just hate when like a 10-year-old catches it. And you can tell it's like some 20, 30, 40-year-old who's desperate to catch it. <laughs> just really wants to I want to get married. <laughs> I want to be next. <laughs> no, I, just, I hate when they have to just pander to the crowd. Yeah. The times where it works is when they're like, all right, we're doing the flower toss. And they just have a hype bridal party that's already filling yeah. the dance floor. When they have to ask a second time, a yeah. third time. And they say, when they say, if you don't have a ring on your finger, you're yeah. on the floor. It's like. These people are engaged. Yeah. Don't bring them on the floor. Practically engaged, yeah. Yeah, don't bring them on the floor. Or even the, the guard toss for me, the best part is when one, the groom does it with style. Tyler Barnhart. And also, the, all the boys on the floor understand the assignment. And yeah. They're pushing, shoving, they're competing. Oh, yeah. That's fun. They catch it and put on a football. The guy who like, caught the catch. garter at my wedding, his name is Tristan Knuth, homeboy. He would go Tristan's to all of our boys' guy. weddings, and his goal was to dive and catch the garter. And he had this collection of garters on his desk. <laughs> I think he had like That's three amazing. or four garters That's on his amazing. desk. Yeah. Yeah. So we all got married in the, the same three years. And so he's had a collection of garters yeah. from all of our wives' legs. It's when the dudes <laughs> understand and they go hype because most yeah. of the time they're just like, ew. Yeah. yeah. I like yeah. that. Some crazy vendors out there, though. Crazy wow. vendors. Yeah. I, Guys, um, if you have any horrible vendor stories, link below, vent to it? us. Yeah, we let's could, exploit them. We'll definitely revisit this. Uh, Bonus this points if you uh, put their name in the story. Like Sorry, DJ, DJ Tipsy. <laughs> DJ Tipsy is uh, going to be our first one star review. Yeah. Sorry, DJ Tipsy. We're just reading show the up stories. on time, bro. Hope hope your wife's doing well. I hope you guys are doing good. Um, I hope he's found a way to deal with his problems. We're being so inconsiderate. It could have been the darkest day of his life. It could have been. And he was just trying to forget by drinking. Yeah. And, and we're over here just judging him. Give people the benefit of the doubt, maybe. It but hey, I don't care. Like you, you, you do have to kind of check your baggage at the door when you show up to a wedding. It's kind of tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So sorry, DJ Tipsy. <laughs> First uh, bad review. Um, yeah, we'll definitely revisit this episode. Yeah. This because this is a fun one. There yeah. are a lot of vendor nightmares. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you have any stories, just submit it. Click the links and yeah. that we put in our Instagram bios and submit them. Maybe we'll make like a vendor miracle story. Maybe we should have some. Maybe we should have some positivity in this. <laughs> maybe this podcast shouldn't just be bashing people. Maybe it should be like, tell us your best story about a vendor you love. 
That actually would be a the good. The problem is though, I did I, love our one-way workshop episode, yeah. where we kind of talked about people we loved. That was great. Yeah, it felt good to leave that episode. It felt great to leave that. It felt episode. uplifted. I felt good. <laughs> um, the problem with that though is if we do these uplifting ones, <laughs> they'll contrast. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like we couldn't riff as well. You know, we can't sweat, spit sweet bars about positivity. You know, because like when we have a positive thing, like. We'll, we'll we'll think back to our, you know, books of good things that have happened, but we tend to remember the negative ones. So if someone writes something positive, you and I would probably be like, huh, that's good. <laughs> Next story. <laughs> You're right. Nate's, what he's, Nate's trying to say is he doesn't want any positivity on this podcast. What I'm trying to say is I would love positivity, but... What he's really trying to say is that he does not have an iron stomach. <laughs> We'll revisit the stomach versus immune system. There's really no need. I feel like we've wrapped it, covered it. I did, yeah. I mean, maybe, well, you did hint at the uh, the stained shower curtain. So. <clears throat> they vomited dragon yeah. fruit. I, Aussie no. bowl yeah, all over my. It was a dragon fruit Aussie bowl all over my kitchen or all over no, my. it was just an acai. I don't like dragon fruit. It was bright pink. So what color does that it was, come from? It was a bright acai bowl. Star fruit or dragon fruit? What fruit makes Acai? it hot pink? Acai? What fruit makes it hot pink? It wasn't though? a dragon fruit. It was something hot pink. Acai is usually purple. It was, it was a bright a hot purple. It was pink. a bright no, no, no. Purple. It was hot. It was a bright pink. purple. No, 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 no. Probably mixed with the I'll stomach show you the acid. Picture. Probably mixed with no, no, the stomach no. acid. It was because we got pink. them because you don't usually get that one. It had the cashew milk in it, and it was hot. I didn't pink. know it was cashew milk. It just it said it said acai. All I know is there's a hot pink stain on my shower. It was probably mixed with like my breakfast from that morning too. What'd you have that was hot pink that morning? Maybe it was the purple mixed with the orange juice that made it kind of a muddy. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how it works. <laughs> Go it put orange juice in an acai bowl and tell me if it turns hot It was probably the stomach pink. acid. It was, it was, there was lots of stuff mixed. Stomach acid doesn't make things hot pink. That it, was, are it was a dark very purple. bright purple. It was a very bright purple. <laughs> no, it wasn't. I will ask Kenzie. Okay. It was, there's still a bright pink stain. I'll tell you what. I, I clean that toilet bowl. I will go. I can promise you from the traumatic experience I had cleaning up your crap <laughs> that it was hot pink. First off. Flamingo pink. First off. Barbie first pink. Off, Ken's world it, pink. You're making it sound like I just barfed on your shower curtain. That's not what happened. The I splatter <laughs> was enormous. I barfed in the toilet. And the shower curtain was splatter. six inches away. It was a big splatter. Six inches is a... Is very close. <laughs> it's a very explosive. Hot barf. pink okay. barf. The cashews don't do me well. Okay. Clearly. So you have a soft stomach. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Jake. It, it was from cashews. Nectar- it was cashew milk. It was cashew milk. Yeah. Which is even more diluted. It than was the concentrated. Cashew. Concentrated cashew milk. <laughs> diluted. It was nectar juice bar where I got it. I'll tell you what. I will go to nectar juice bar. I will get the acai bowl. I probably won't eat it because it has cashew milk in it. And I will show you the color that it is, and you'll see that it is very bright purple. You remember the exact bowl you got from I that I could place. easily find it. Easily. If it's not hot pink, it's not the one. I don't get dragon fruit. I don't get dragon fruit bowls. I don't like dragon fruit. It tastes like dirt. What's the other hot pink fruit? Star fruit? No, no. You're, thinking of dragon, you're thinking of dragon fruit. Pattaya. Pattaya. That's what you're thinking of, which is dragon fruit. All I don't I remember, get Nathan. All I remember is cleaning up when you, because you went to the ER right after. I sure did. And I had you on find my friends. I saw you in the ER. As I'm looking at that, I'm scrubbing my toilet bowl and looking at my shower curtain, and there's just hot pink splatter everywhere. That's what I remember. I had my toilet cleaner. I had my wet wipes. I had. I was scrubbing the 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 shower curtain with with bleach or whatever it was, and I just remember hot pink was being put into my cleaning materials. Yeah, that was crazy. Is it possible, Nathan, that this traumatic experience of your stomach being immune system thwarted, um, violated by a small, small little nut, um, caused you to not remember the full day? No, not possible. I remember Maybe. all of my ER visits, all of them. And they probably told you, oh, yeah, you had cashew milk and probably put with some dragon fruit because there's a lot of hot pink <laughs> all over your shirt. Jacob, I don't know how to say this any clearer than how mm. I've said it. I don't get potables. They are gross. That's why I, no, but that's that's what I remember is that it wasn't your usual order. It was a different and mix. You didn't on order. Top I ordered awesome. all the bowls. You did. You did. It was between Spencer's wedding. No, I know. I know. 
I, it was a different bowl because I had different toppings. Acai bowls have a wide variety yeah. of toppings. And I don't get pataya bowls. Pink. <laughs> it was not pink. What was that hot pink drizzle on top? They don't put hot pink drizzle on top. Oh gosh, they do. They do not. Been, we've been to Hawaii together. Not we've the had kinds that. that I get. Not the kinds that I get. I get the OG <sighs> acai bowls. Look it up. I'm looking up these. Look it up. Stupid menu. Man, we should have a guy who parks outside of our garage and just uh, plays reggaeton. Yeah. I promise you it was a dragon fruit bowl. No, I don't I get promise dragon you. Blended dragon fruit, banana, pineapple, coconut flakes, and coconut water. Hemp seed, granola, coconut flakes, strawberry, banana, and pineapple. Coconut water. Do you see any cashew milk? peanut butter bowl, maybe? No. <laughs> There's I'd... no way I would order a peanut butter bowl. Well, I ordered this for everyone. Would you order a peanut butter bowl for me? Back then, your I best wouldn't friend ask. Who's back allergic then, to peanut butter? Back then, I wouldn't have asked you what you ordered. I feel like I would just order things for people. But you knew I was deathly allergic to I peanut didn't. butter. Yeah, we'd been best friends <laughs> for three years at this point. Either way, hot pink. It was a Barbie bowl. Light purple at and best. And his stomach couldn't handle it. Light purple at best. <laughs> and my I'm stomach felt fine. I'm done with this. Uh, we will have an allergy day. Yeah, we'll, have, we'll bring Samuel in. Yeah. I won't be on that podcast. So. No, I'll be the host. <laughs> I don't want to be there. <laughs> Can't deal with we'll, all these we'll toxic all mindsets our, you guys have. Yeah, your, we'll... your community has. The soft <laughs> summit community. <laughs> Anyways. Great, great uh, time talking about the vendor nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> turned into just this <laughs> bottled up frustration about my shower curtain that's still ruined. Oh, please, you're fine. Uh, um, all right, you guys. Well, we got to get to a shoot. We do. Next week, uh, we don't know what we're talking about yet. No, some so, of your stories. Yeah. We'll see what goes. We're probably going to talk about Bridezilla's. Bridezilla's going to be a fun <laughs> I one. I want to get that off my chest. Yeah, I would like to get that off my yeah. chest, too. Okay. Yeah. Well, until next time, we'll see you next week. Keep Sh- cooking. Chef's out. Yes, chef. Yes, chef.